your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. That's how it's done, baby, right there. Voice America Sports. Ticket all sports all the time with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle Ray Ellis and Fan Man, your number one fan oriented sports talk leader, Voice America. Oh, no more music. Okay, hi, we're back. We are here finally. <laughs> I got caught off guard there. Hey, this is Fan Man on the Ray Ellis uh, Sports Show on Voice America Sports again with Ray Ellis. Ray, welcome back. Hey, where are we back from? Uh, we're back from you being sick. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, and I, I'm gonna tell you what. I, I come all the way from the East Coast. I come to you know to the Valley where it's you know paradise, and and I get walking pneumonia. How did you get so sick? You're an athlete. You what, know, God, you on, God only knows. You know, after I guess after a while, the, the, you know, the athletic body kind of breaks down. You know, mm-hmm. and that's those are the kind of things we fight with Gene Upshaw about right now. Anyway, I guess he doesn't understand that. I guess his body's never broken down. But uh, I don't know. I guess the resistance level was was just uh, you know somewhat uh, off guard, and, and and I got caught. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better and you're back to your uh, normal self. That's just uh, great to see. As we can all see, well, I lost, I mean, I lost, smiling now. I, I lost a couple pounds. I know you. You look great, man. Oh, you, you look great. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I'm always worried. If you say I look great. No, you do. You look great. Okay, you look good. very comfortable. Thank very up. Maybe last time you were yeah, here, no you looked like today. you were drunk. No, no suit today. <laughs> I say, all right, Ray. Anyway, anyway. Well, anyway, welcome to the show, uh, Fan Man with Ray Ellis. Uh, Ray Ellis uh, played for the Philadelphia Eagles, of course, and the Cleveland Browns, and uh, did uh, some a lot of damage on the football field with the NFL and uh, great times uh, back in those days. Anyway. Anyway, talking about uh, the uh, Sopranos, everybody on the sports uh, stations We're a couple days ago. We're talking about the Cardinals. No, Sopranos. Sopranos? Hey, Tony. Tony Cuccio. Oh, yeah. Tony. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, well, Tony, you know what? Yeah, you know, we might as well talk about well, the Sopranos say... because they were as disappointed as the Cardinals have been. Because yeah. a lot of people were, including myself, I sit there for the first time on the couch with my wife. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, she wants me to watch. She talks me into watching this show. And I'm waiting for this cliffhanger. And I'm still waiting. Uh, yeah, I, I had a Sopranos party. You, we all came as mobsters. Yeah, yeah. St- are you still so so? Yeah. W- w- did you guys get what you anticipated? Or no, what? I was really pissed off. I mean, after it was over, everybody th- was throwing everything, and everybody got pissed off and, and mad. And what happened? I mean, they, they cut it to the. I thought I thought my dish uh, TV system went dead. Well, you know, I think, you know what? He whacked the audience, is what he did. He, well, he yeah, it does exactly right. He whacked the audience. He, he whacked the cable companies. That's yes, he, he everybody's cable. In America was whacked. Well, I got two words for him, and it ain't happy birthday. You know what? They didn't come. I watched seven years of that. I wanted to see Tony in bed with some chick getting it on, and then some guy, some uh, hitman comes in and blows him away and blows his family away for all the damage he did to all these people. What's he doing? He's sitting at some diner, and they have that guy walking to the bathroom like I think he's going to come yeah, out with a, a gun. Yeah, they had a number of people walk by. Yeah, and I, you know, you're, they're, you're the daughter couldn't the park the Beamer. What's that all about? Yeah. You know, I don't know. She couldn't parallel park that beautiful car. That beautiful car. If she had a rough I thought, time. as a matter of fact, you know, that must... Oh, it's a Lexus that parks itself. It's not yeah, the Beamer. That's the right? Lexus parks oh, itself, Oh, yeah, she right. should have had... See, that yeah, was the yeah. problem right there. That was another one of those problems. But let me ask you something. What do you think most of the people out there... You know, we're expecting. You know, I'm sure anybody could have probably written in and did a better job of what the I ending think, would have been. What do you think? I, I mean, you heard what you just said. Yeah, I think they were expecting Tony or somebody in his family to be uh, murdered, you know, uh, whacked, 
and done, and that would have been the end so of the So you series. think when they were all sitting there in the restaurant, yeah, you I, think they were somebody thought it was going to be a bloodbath? Yeah, right I, think there? Be, I think it was going to be a bloodbath, and that they shot the other guy. But would that would have been typical. Yeah, that's typical. But, well, that's, not what they, but that's not what they wanted. That's, then. Well, but that's what everybody else wanted. The audience wanted to see Tony get his due from what Tony did to a lot of people over those no, I don't, over you know the what? years. You know what? I don't think so. I, I, you know, one of my favorite movies that I've, of all times. Is, is probably one of the biggest mistakes in terms of a movie of all times. And Scarface. And, and what they did to Al Pacino at the end of the movie just created, I mean, killed any opportunity for a sequel. Well, they didn't kill the opportunity for a sequel here, and they uh, interviewed the producer, and he's saying, no, there's no, there's not going to be any uh, sequel to this. That's full of shit. They are going to have a sequel to it. That's why they didn't kill him <laughs> this off. This is a PG show. No, it's not a, yeah, no, we're talking about The Sopranos. We're talking about sex and murder and gambling and drugs and prostitution well, you know and what, garbage you know, you and, I, you and, and I, I both being from, you know, you and I both being from, from back east. You know, back in Jersey. Yeah, you know, and where this stuff really, really happens. It does I, happen. Yeah, in Philly, you know, I, I couldn't believe when I when I rolled into Philadelphia from South the Philly. Midwest. That's you right. Know, I mean, things yeah. were really happening. And so, right. in a way, you know, is, is this like something where it opens up a lot of old wounds to people who perhaps have had lost family members to this type of business and they don't even really want to see that stuff? Uh, I don't even think they watch that kind of stuff if that happens. Yeah, you, well, you know. I the, mean, if that happens, they, they, they don't watch it. In fact, my girlfriend had no. But you can't be that far separated from it. Now, in the East Coast, somebody knows somebody. Well, my, you know? my girlfriend's from California and and she watched The Sopranos for one or two shows and basically did not understand what the show was about. But when I took her back to Philadelphia, then I took her in the South Philly where the mobsters hang out and she saw it. Then she started to understand what this was all about. And then she really got into the show. But, it got, you know, the show got weaker as time went on because in the beginning of the show, there was a lot of sex and murder and, and then drugs and chopping people. They chopped this one guy's head off one time and put it in a bowling bag. I mean, Tony was, Tony was a nasty, dysfunctional family, all screwed up. And then at the end with the kid, I don't, who cares about the, the kid, the boy? Well, the, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't really get where that was going because all of a sudden the kid is like the dad. He needs to go and have his therapist right. meet. And then at the end, he got a therapist that crossed her legs. You know, right. just like Tony's therapist yeah. used to cross. I thought the kid was going to be banging the therapist. Now, That's what you I know, thought. Well, you thought I was Tony banging was, her in my own head. You, you thought Tony was going to be banging his therapist, I, too, but she wasn't going for that. I thought it was going to be a foursome. No, he tried to get in her pants about three years ago. That didn't work. Anyway. <laughs> well, listen, you know, that cliffhanger was about as disappointing as the cliffhanger for the NBA championship has been, too. Oh, uh, that's a disaster. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's a shame, but the fact of the matter is, you know, you got a guy like LeBron James who is a, a, a great basketball player. He's not a very good basketball player. He is a great basketball player. But one thing that LeBron has, has proven to everybody else, it's the same thing that the, the, one of the greatest, if not the greatest basketball player who ever played the game, Michael Jordan proved. And, and the same thing that another very great basketball player, you know, Julius Irving proved, is that they can't do it all by themselves. Uh, yeah, you need a team. That's what happened. that's what's been happening with the Cardinals. Well, see, you need and, a team. And, and well, and well, but the basketball, it's team. you know, basketball. What's so interesting about basketball is you can actually expose the weaknesses very easily of those other four players that are on the court with you, and that's what that's what's been happening, you know, right. in this particular case. And that is that, you know, for some reason or another, he can't get other ball players on the court with him at the same time that can consistently perform. Unlike the San Antonio Spurs, who have proven that you know they are the class of the NBA. Well, right you know, in the ratings when they in the ratings came out on Sunday, thirty um, percent. There was a thirty percent drop in the NBA final game. The finals. Uh, everybody's watching the Sopranos. More activity and very interesting. Yeah, it was, Sopranos, it was just, and and the Sopranos was disappointing. It was a, the, the, I, I, that basketball game was better than the Sopranos. I thought. This, yeah, I, you're probably. I didn't watch the basketball game because I wanted to see the Sopranos. I had a Sopranos party. 
No, I watched the basketball game. I saw The Sopranos, but I watched the basketball game. But the ending to the basketball game was better than the ending, ending to, to The, the Sopranos. Sopranos. You know, but guess what? The basketball game, there's a sequel. There's a seven game series, so they got another game. Tony, ah. Uh, he messed it uh, up. What, what is it? Three and zero now. Yeah, it, and tonight's it, it, the final yeah, game. It's over. Yeah, well, they're it's, not going to win. Yeah. The Spurs are, have gone on to greatness again. Well, you know, uh, you know that that could possibly be the case. You know, and uh, you know, I, I would just say that you know the Cavaliers and, and and they had to do this. I mean, you know, I thought we had been put out the pasture and all the dead horses were you know put to rest, but they had to bring up you know how how long it's been since any Cleveland franchise has won a title and and the disappointment and everything's been. Called by name. Cleveland the, sucks. The drive, the fumble. We know we do not suck. Oh, uh, that's anything. right. You're, I'm sorry. I'm, but I'm sorry. Uh, you know, but we. But it, 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 the thing about it, I can say, is that you know we put forth our best. We try to do the best we can at that particular time on those two games that I participated in, the drive and the fumble on uh-huh. that day. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say that the best team on that day won. Are you going to be remembered for that for the rest of it? I mean, when you walk Until into somebody Cleveland, else won, I, and that's why I want no? That's why I want these guys to win, because I want them. Who, I want, who's going to win? I, want, I, wanted the Cavs, I wanted them they're to gonna win. They're not going to win. No, no they're, not. They're, no, they're, not. they're not. they're not. They're not going to win. And so, but you know what? Let's, let's, let's talk about something. Now, speaking of winning, you know, the Indianapolis Colts, they're winners. And guess what? They got their Super Bowl rings. They did. They had, a, they had a ceremony. They got the Super Bowl rings. It, uh, rings. It was very emotional. You know, Peyton Manning. You know, talked about. You mm-hmm. know, hey, you get them enough time that you get a couple months to wear them because you can't wear them during the season because all of a sudden now you're living in the past. Right. You know, and you know that makes a lot of sense. You know, the fact that uh, hey, if you're wearing your rings, uh, you, you're living in the past, especially if you're still playing. But. It'd be nice if the Cardinals could get a ring. No, you're you're really fantasizing now. You are in fantasy land, man. You know what? Wait, 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 what are you talking about? Peyton Peyton doesn't think he's automatically going to get another ring. He said, okay, guys, wear this for this a couple months for last season. Right. You have not been in the Valley for the last 20 years. I have, along with a lot of other people. You You tell me that every week. No, you come in here with your positive stuffing, rah, rah, rah. You know what? Okay, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? The fans are so... No, let me say something. What are you going to say? They just sold out. Season, they sold out because the stadium's new and they want to buy twenty dollar hot dogs. I don't have a ticket. shit about that team. I don't have to go to the stadium. I don't go to tailgate parties. I don't have a ticket. Fan man, I don't have a ticket. There's so many fans like you that I can't even get a ticket. They're sold out. (laughs) So you're telling me I'm the one? I'm not a homer. I'm not a homer for this team. Hey, hey, Ray, guess what? I think they got tickets. I'm not telling anybody. See, see, I got the tickets, man, and you're not getting them. If you, if you didn't have Screw tickets, you. if you didn't have tickets, then I would have felt as if you're screwing me, <laughs> calling yourself fan man and not having tickets. Yeah. But I tell you what, I got them. I tell you, you know. what, I'm going to get when when they start winning games. Those tickets that you couldn't give away before, you're going to give them to me. Yeah, or you know what, Ray, I. I'm going to go to all Let me the talk games. about this ring, man. This was a beautiful I, ring. Too. I want to go to the game. This I want to see a, him this win. This is a $5,000 ring. Now, it's not so much the fact that the ring costs five grand. I would think half of those players would probably, uh, uh, you know. They're not uh, going to pawn their pawn rings. rings yeah. oh, get For the, drugs, you get know. Get the crap out of here, see? <laughs> see? That's okay, not... I'm sorry. Hey, if you'd like to call on no, 87. No. Wait, wait, let me give you the toll free number. 877-472-5788. Again, 877-472-5788. Go ahead, But, you know, listen, the guys were excited about getting the rings, you know, I was excited it, you know, too. And, and, but you know what, this is the kind of thing that also, you know, is very dear and cuts to the heart of a lot of people, because now all of a sudden, the Indianapolis Colts just won a Super Bowl and got Super Bowl rings. Well, the Indianapolis Colts really were the Baltimore Colts that left Baltimore 
And so, really, does that ring belong to the Baltimore Colts, or does it belong to the Indianapolis Colts? I would say it belongs to the uh, Indianapolis Colts. The same way if the Cardinals win the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Uh, that means the St. Louis Remember fans. Remember that guy are, from St. Louis that called? Yeah, right. I wish you would call it again. The St. Louis, the St. Louis fans are going to feel really left out and pissed off. They really but they don't have the Super Bowl if the Cardinals ever get to the but Super Bowl. But you know Bowl, what's ironic I, about that? that? Guess what's ironic about both wow. about that? Wow, there wow, were two wow. teams, the Indianapolis Colts, who finally got a Super Bowl, but the team that came and replaced them, they got a Super Bowl a Super before Bowl they did. So same, thing, happen, same yeah. thing happened to St. Louis. Right. St. Louis, you know, the Cards left and came here, but then the Rams, Rams went into St. Louis, and yeah. they got a Super, they Bowl, got a Super Bowl, Bowl ring. So just think, if the Cardinals would have stayed, they would have got the Super Bowl ring. They no, no, you're, not, you're missing my point. My I, point I, I is, guess I what? Miss. They're finally going to get a ring because that's what happens. Oh. Team moves to another city. Oh, really? That's what happened. So that's really logical. And you heard that right here on Real Sports, on the Voice America Network. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? Oh, yeah. I believe that. I'm a, I'm a winner now. I okay, think that is I'll very good what, logic. I, I really gotta, do. we got to pay a few bills. Listen, Dang. you're listening to Ray Ellis on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Fan Man. Fan Man. And we'll be right back after we pay a few bills. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Can't get enough of college basketball? We can't either. Tune into the College Basketball Experience with host Jim Haney for the ultimate interactive basketball talk radio show. Don't just watch college basketball. Hear about it and talk about it with those who know college basketball best, the coaches. The College Basketball Experience airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 o'clock Eastern, with Jim Haney, the executive director of the National Association of Basketball Coaches. Participate in active open discussions on current topics in college basketball and as Jim brings listeners insight from today's top college basketball coaches, as well as stories and opinions from the legends of college basketball. That's the College Basketball Experience, airing live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. 
And now back to Ray Ellis Sports. Welcome back. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Fan man. Fan man. Yeah. I'm, I'm Ray Ellis, your host, and uh, we're just having a great time. You know, I don't know what it is. You know, you know, you think you, you know, after a while you... You work with a guy, you know, you get to know him, you become friends with him, he, you know, he cuts your break, you know, you got walking pneumonia, but... Uh, I don't. Boy. You know, so uh, I'm going to take the time out to say that I'm taking uh, applications for a new co-host <laughs> because I can't take this anymore. Uh, oh, no, welcome, everyone. You know what? You know what? You're in for the whipping of your life, and well, you're it's in September. It, yeah, your, ass is gonna, your ass is going to be whipped so hard, and you're going to be sitting there going, Fan man, please, please bring me back, please. Well, listen, and listen. I'll say, I'll think about it. <laughs> I got I got a couple years hey, to think you're about gonna, this. You're going to get yours whipped when, uh, yeah. when I know, the yeah, Cardinals are sitting in first place. You know what? Everybody thinks I'm negative. I sit there and say all these bad things about this team. This team has not won a game. Oh, I'm sorry. 1998, they won the playoff game. One playoff game. They went to, oh, oh, I'm so excited. And then they bring all these people in. And they, they, they change coaches, change this, change that. Same old, same old. I'm sick of this spin. Don't want to hear it. Yeah, they sold out the stadium. The only reason they sold out the stadium is because there's nothing else to do in this stupid town. I disagree. I disagree. I, yet, you're you're going to find out. You're uh, going to find out. Well, anyway, for you, those of you who would out. like to call, we have a couple of numbers you can call in. You, you're going to find out. 866-472-5788. Or you can call at 866-472-5787. Any Cardinal Bashers fans that want to call in and tell Ray uh, what's really going on here, because he apparently does not believe me. So you can call in and give him an education about the last 15 years here in uh, Phoenix. Listen, you can also call in and, and, and tell us a couple of things. One thing that we've been... And, uh, you know, asking the fans to let us know is, uh, you know, we are what? hosting the Super Bowl. For yeah, oh, yeah, that's great, isn't it? You know, and that is, I can't when wait. I say we, obviously that is here. Who's we, me and you? No, those folks here in the Valley of the Sun, you know. Oh. But uh, it's going to be a great time. You know, a great place to have a Super Bowl. The weather's outstanding. You know, a lot of things to do, a lot of great Cardinals people. won't be there. And guess what? The Cardinals will be playing. The Cardinals are going to be there in the stands. No, I don't even think they should invite it. You know what I think? If they don't get there, they shouldn't even get tickets. They should watch it on TV like everybody else. Well, you know, because they don't remember, deserve remember, to be there. They don't remember, deserve. You know what? But remember, when what? we first started talking about this, what? when the show first started, uh, yeah. there was a guy by the name of Edrin James, James yeah. who, who, who Edge did not believe that the Super Bowl was such a big thing. So therefore, it is a big thing. He didn't go to the Super Bowl. Right. Okay. So therefore, if they don't go. Oh, the guys here, they won't go. In fact, no, you should not go. If you if the Super Bowl is in your hometown and it's in your stadium and your host, your your city is hosting the Super Bowl, I don't think the players that are playing on that team, that local team, no, nah, I don't think they should. How go do you think game. Edwin James feels uh, by leaving the Colts and coming to this low life team and they go to the Super Bowl? How do you think that he feels? I mean, can you imagine? Do you think that's going to motivate him to really play good this year and and, and make it? I think, he, and, I, and I do think he played good last year. But if that O line would have given him more. Room. You think he played good last year? Yeah, I do, because he had a fight with this O-line. The offensive line did not give him the running room that he needed. But if he would have been an indie man, hey, 
That would have been great. You he would have got a Super Bowl played, ring. You don't really think he played good last yeah, year. I do. How could you? I mean, well, get the look stats. Get the stats. He, he was you know, terrible. It's not, yeah, it's, you can go with the stats, but if you watch the game and how he could not run, he only get two or three yards. He did get 1,100 yards. He, he wasn't in good shape. You know, you can well, say if they want to say, listen. Right. And, and as a matter of fact, I heard one of the guys on, on the NFL channel mention, you know, listen, uh, uh, Blexico Burroughs up, up in uh, the, with the Giants, you know, he just had off-season uh, surgery on his ankle, whatever it is. Regardless, he had surgery. Okay, Edge had surgery this off season. Now, as bad as he was last year, he's coming off of surgery this year. And I think he had a, sur- a couple surgeries a couple years ago. This is damaged goods, man. His days are behind him. we got a couple backup running backs that are going to get an opportunity to play because, you know, Wiz isn't going to go for it. If he knows that he's got a good offensive line and it's a matter of the guy hitting the hole and creating opportunities, if Edge doesn't do it, I can bet you, just like they snatched, you know, and Kurt was out and, you know, Matt was in, Edge will be out and somebody else going to be in. And well, that's going to happen. You know, it's, it, I don't care who you put in the backfield as a running back. If the O-line isn't ready to block and get the, get the open airspace to, 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 to put the Jets on, it's not going to happen, dude. But no, I don't care what you say. A running back can create those things. No, that, uh, then ha- how come Edge didn't create those things? Because he's old. Things? Oh, he's like no, you and I. No, come on, man. We're I'm not old. You are. We're trying to hang on, man. Don't say I'm old. We're trying to hang on. You're an old fan. I'm an old fart. Yeah, yeah I know. And, and so we're trying to hang yeah. on, man. So he's yeah. just trying to hang you. Come what on. What do you mean hang on? Well, you know, when it's over with and you just don't want to give it up. Well, what happened to you when you retired? Didn't it bother you? No, I had a neck injury. But you had a retired. Didn't it bother you the next Sunday that you weren't on the field? It bothered you. Of course it did. You played for Years. Okay, it listen. Look at, the look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know yeah. what happened? That's what happens. You're one of those people right now. This is what happens. What happens is you get connected to the players, just like the guy who used to be the quarterback here. They were thinking about bringing this Which guy. Which one? They went to A State. The guy they're thinking about get, bringing. Oh, Plummer. Yeah, Plummer. Bringing him back. Come on, you can't I get have a, with all these You can't have a loyalty to the player. It has to be the best person in that position. And I, it has to be position production. If I, there's no production coming out of that position, you got to get rid right. of the player. Get somebody. I agree with you 100. percent You played for Dick Vermeil. Dick Vermeil came into that into the Philadelphia Eagles organization when it was really in bad shape and. And took that team to the Super Bowl. I mean, you 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 guys were were coached well. You played hard. You were a team. The team worked. To played together. They don't have this here. I don't care what you say. That's why the Eagles have won four NFC championships. Maybe they didn't get to the Super Bowl, but things just broke down a little bit. I don't understand. I don't want to go into the psychology of all that. I'm just saying these guys don't even get out to the gate. They don't even try to get to the playoffs. It doesn't happen. It's, it, it, I don't it, care. It, As a fan, I don't care. It was your folks upstairs. What do you mean? Who were doing a bad... Who, Bidwells? Yeah, well, yeah, they're still there. Oh, yeah. But they were doing a bad job in terms of evaluating talent. Because remember, a coach, you know, this is the hand you're dealt with. Okay. You've got to play with this hand. Yeah. Okay? okay. Wiz, Wiz was a little different. I'm sure he came in, he said to them, listen, guys, you know, I'll play with the hand that you deal me, but I'm at least going to give you the cards. So I know what's in the cards, so I can play with that hand. I always believe that the coach has has a lot of say who plays on the no, field. No, he doesn't because, always. Well, he should because it's his job to win the game. It's his job to take the team up the ladder to the playoffs, and the coach is responsible. So who gets fired when all this comes down? The coach gets fired. They, they have been, every three years we go through coaches here in Arizona. Every three years. Okay, let's look at the Eagles. They have had that coach, um, uh, the coach's name Andy is? Andy Reid. Andy Reid for how many years? Well, he's, Andy's been there probably about six, seven years now. Uh, six, seven years, eight yeah. years. He's been there, you know. And and they, the players, when they're drafted into the Eagles organization, know what they're know what they're getting into. They're getting into a what they call quote unquote a winning program. That's right. Well, one thing about winning. Andy, I think Andy, they win. I think Andy 
also is the GM of that team. And the GM of that team is responsible for personnel, you know. And many times when you have situations where coaches are not responsible for the talent that's brought in, they've got to deal with and, and, and But let me also say this. It yes. comes down to the players. You know, I remember watching the Cowboys game, you know, at the end of the season, and Bono was in a position. The team, I mean, he brought the team down. They were driving. All they had to do was kick an extra point. That's right. That's all they had to do. And he fumbled the ball. Now, is that a, is that a coach problem? Did no, the, did that's the a tuna, player problem. Did the tuna have no, to go because a, of that? That's a player problem. The player basically screwed up, and whether it was from the center or the quarterback, and he, and, and he did. That was, it was horrible for the Dallas fans, and I, I really feel bad for them. But the bottom line is, he fumbled the ball. Look what happened to uh, Kurt Warner. Well, just He's like blaming, he, Everybody blamed Kurt Warner, but basically the center... When he when he hiked the ball to him, it wasn't gripped in his hands, and the ball fumbled. And then Green pulls him out and throws Leinart in, and Leinart gets his ass kicked. Well, yeah, it's but not look, right look, for ten million bucks. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, no, I, I'm I'm going to disagree. The okay. players. That's what this show's all about. The, the, yeah, you know, I always disagree with you. You know, <laughs> I know the, you do. The players got to produce, but I think we have a winning football team. As a matter of fact, you know, even in training camp, you know. Uh, starting to compete, you know, and when he talked about wanting to have debt, mm-hmm. the debt was all about not necessarily having debt in a, in a debt in a position. Whereas in the event that somebody gets hurt, Wiz wants to actually bring debt to the team to create competition. So he wants he doesn't want anybody on his team to feel that they're comfortable that that's their position that their position has been won because they have this kind of status as a starter. No, he wanted to bring Deb in, too, so that these people would compete against So, so that's called real football. Well, real football, you should. Well, one thing about it also, he, he's, stepping is that what up, it is? He's, he's stepping up, uh, oh. you know, things on the practice really? field, too. Okay. Yeah, it, you know, many times in practice in, in, in the NFL, it hadn't always been that way. But what It's never been, been that way. Well, I'm saying that, I'm <laughs> saying it's, not always, it's, not, it's not always been that there's been... Very difficult and tough practices. People competing. Yeah. All teams don't do that. Yeah, they don't do it here. Well, where they are now. Well, they, well, see, but you've got too many excuses here. You know, they always have the excuses weather, here. It's the, it's the weather. It's the desert. So it's they don't this, practice it's that. We have a shitty stadium. Compete each other. Blah blah blah. Anyway, if you'd like to call in eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight again eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show with Fan Man talking about the Cardinals and also some other things that we wanted to talk about with uh, the uh, Sopranos, which yeah, was a lot of fun to talk about. Yeah, it, it, well, the Sopranos, again, I, I'm disappointing, you know. But let, 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 let's say something else I wanted to also say about this is about, uh, you know, what uh, the commissioner is doing in terms of uh, the suspension and the punishment with the players and, and, and things of that nature. And, and, again, you know, I told you before, you know, my position is I, I don't know what the commissioner, if he was on a witch hunt, or, or I think he's trying to clean it all up. You know, he, yeah, he's he's trying to clean it all up, and 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 he may be he may he may be successful uh, in doing that. You know, he may curb some of the activities that are going on. You know, off you know, the you field. Know, you know, talking about that, I read a uh, article on a website. I can't remember what the website is, but one player, and I don't know if it was in Baltimore or Tennessee. I can't remember. So um, I'm just saying alleged. I, I I'm just putting it out there. But when I saw it, it said that he was arrested for pimping. I mean, they're pimping. What What is this pimping thing? Actions, DUI, drug dealing, uh, uh, dog fighting. What's going on? Well, I mean, all of a sudden this is out of control. Uh, you know, come on, man. I don't, you know, there's you, a guy, Cleveland Browns. You, you, huh? you, you, you can't say all that stuff because, like you said, those things are alleged. And, and that's, again, you know, all these things are being put I out. I said alleged. Yeah, and, and these things are just put out in the media so that people like you and I 
can continue to, you know, to, to continue to talk about it. So everybody else wants to talk about it, you know, and it becomes it's not even newsworthy. Alleged. It's like Paris Hilton. They keep on talking about Paris Hilton. Well, uh, Paris Hilton. No, she's not newsworthy anyway. What no, is she, she's not. What is she? I mean, she's she's famous because she's the, the child of a famous it's because a sperm and an egg got woman. together. That's what that she's famous for. Well, that's, that's all that happened there. She came she came swimming out going, look at all the money. Yeah. Okay. And, and, you know, now, you know, they, they think that they're treating her the wrong way. But anyway, anyway, you know, listen. what? OK, getting back to the football thing. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I interrupted with Paris. We, we do have to take a break and we'll get back. We do have a few callers. Uh, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show on the Voice America Sports Network. I'm Fan Man and we'll be right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. That's how it's done, baby, right there. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Here it is, sports fans, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show, where we talk about sports and everything in between, from high school to college sports, right up to the pros. Join host Arthur A.G., co-star of the 1994 sports documentary, Hoop Dreams, for the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern, premiering on the Voice America Sports Channel. Arthur will host a variety of guests and will give the average fan a platform to voice his or her opinion about how sports play a significant role in our society. Get set for hard-hitting topics that cut to the soul of sports. See the sports industry through the eyes of the kid in the city and the kid in the suburbs. Hear from the businessmen and, yes, women from around the world. Whatever your passion is, football, basketball, baseball, golf, soccer, NASCAR, or hockey, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show is for you. That's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. And now back to Ray Ellis Sports. Man, you know, I don't know. That must be some country western hip hop music. I love that hip hop music, man. <laughs> I don't know. What I that feel is. like I'm in Scottsdale club scene. Oh man, listen, you're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm Ray Ellis, your host with the number one co-host in the world. Damn, man. 
and we're having a great time, man. It's uh, it, it's really been good today. I've been really enjoying this. You know, God been beat me up since I've been back, but that, that that's okay. We'll we'll get a chance to beat him up. But listen, right now that's we right. got we got somebody online who may want to beat the both of us up. Uh, we've got uh, Dick on the line. Dick, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Dick, how's it going? Well, pretty good. You guys are bouncing so fast between subjects today. <laughs> I don't I don't know where to start. Hey, well, you know what? Which you one do you want? We we kind of like to do. Go we we can go wherever you want to go. That's the thing about it, man. You know, this is this is the world wide web. You know, so no. you know we, we can go all around the world. We yeah. gotta turn that music you off. You just yeah. rap Hear that music. No, this is this country western rap. I oh, it's oh, country okay. western rap. Yeah. <laughs> no, turn you that just rap with uh, the NFL. Okay, go ahead. Let's rap about the NFL. And you were going to refer to uh, Atlanta and Michael Vick. Yeah, yeah. Now here's how. Here's here's my take. Real easy. Bud Selig screwed up Major League Baseball because he didn't stop the steroids. Stern screwed up the NBA because he let them run wild. You want to see a list of criminals? I got a website for the NBA that's unbelievable. Goodell and his predecessor screwed up because they gave preferential treatment. So now all of a sudden there's this backlash amongst the community that role models are teaching our kids to do the wrong thing. So this may be racial profiling, but when I look at the list of NFL players that have been indicted, I think Goodell is looking for somebody to hang. And I think it's going to be Michael Vick. Well, you know what? Let let me just say this. I hope it's not racial profiling, but, you know, if you look at the percentage of the numbers uh, in the league, it it might look as if, you know, there's a chance that uh, you could say that would be uh, racial profiling just for the simple fact that the numbers kind of are swayed that there are more minorities, you know, playing, certainly as as starters. But, you know, I would say I would not say that any of those guys did anything to mess those leagues up. They did not mess those leagues up. If you look at the attendance, if you look at the numbers, if you look at the revenues, if you look at the teams are worth a billion dollars. The Washington Redskins team is worth a billion dollars. You know, Norman Brayman bought a team for $65 million and turned around and sold it to somebody in a, in a few years later for $185 million. That team is now worth three quarters of a billion dollars. Norman well, I mean, Brayman owned the Philadelphia Eagles. What's gonna, what, what they're afraid of now is because they let the players run wild that the population is going to say conspiracy theory, it's all bogus. Well, no, no, no. You know, it's not bogus because I'm going to tell you what. You know, all you got to do is watch the games, you know, and that's what people want. You know, one thing about, you know, the racism, if it does, the racism doesn't exist in the league the majority of time when you look at the courts and the fields because of the fact these people want to win. You know, maybe in the front offices, it might not here. You know, anybody can, you know, anybody can, you know, handle your your administrative, uh, you know, part of your business and and do it right. You know, and if you wanted to have it all one way or all the other way, that's fine. But the fans are not going to support a team because a guy is a racist and doesn't want to put the best football players or basketball players or baseball players, you know, on the court. Hey, Jake, let me ask you a question here. Uh, Michael Vick and hanging him out by his balls. Do you really think? That they're going to do that to him, I, you know. Was he a, actually doing the, involved in the dog fighting? Um, is dog fighting legal in the state of uh, Virginia or the state of Georgia, wherever this happened, or is it uh, Ill- illegal? I believe it's one illegal. I think there's two states where it is legal. Okay. Don't call any attorneys on that. Okay. And the reason I the reason I say I think Goodell's going to hang somebody out is everybody else is now getting tough. So, so in other words, if they hang him out, what do you think they're going to do to him? Suspend him, kick him out of the league, huh? I, I think if uh, if he's arrested, I think they're going to suspend him for the season, regardless of the Atlanta team. 
Well, let me say this, you know, good, good, and you know good, what? Goodell, let me Ray, say this I, if I can. I don't want I don't want to interrupt, but I just got to say what's something that's on my mind. Goodell is actually acting like a high school basketball coach or a high school football coach, and that is his superstar is exempt from all the other rules that exist with the other players because there are guys. As a matter of fact, Pac-Man Jones has not been in the court of law proven guilty, and he's been suspended for a year. You've got just as much allegations going against Michael Vick, and Michael Vick is able to play. Here's another guy, you know, Tank Williams or whatever Tank's last name is. Tank's been suspended for eight games well, see, he's already been to prison the nfl commissioner has no right in this country to kick them off the teams or suspend them until they are found guilty or not guilty yeah but he did it he already did but, it with but pac-man but, but pac-man you know whatever pac- pac-man's had a lot of problems you can't try, you can't try me for something it, I've already you know what been i don't really give it i don't care what pac-man does off the field as long as he plays on the field and he, and he plays well that's all i care about i mean these guys are doing these things and i think there is a witch hunt going on dick i think that you know there, there there's something going on in the nfl on the upper echelon to say to these players, hey, we're paying you all this money and you're acting like idiots and we have all these problems out here and everybody being arrested and blah, blah, blah. And I, I think you I think you might be right. They're going to come down on a corporate level and say to Michael Vick, you know what, we're done with your garbage. We're finished with you. The Atlanta Falcons are going to have to get another quarterback. We're not going to deal with it. And then it's going to say, okay, the, to the other players in the league, hey, if I do anything out of line, not mainstream, and it has to be mainstream, remember mainstream. If it's out of line, I'm going to get kicked out. And this is what I worked for my whole entire life was to be in the NFL, and I'm going to be kicked out because I want to do something. Do you agree or disagree? I agree 100%. Well, Dick, you know, I think that what's going to happen is uh, there are going to be consequences. Mike is going to suffer some consequences, and it will be an example because of the fact that he is at a superstar, you know, level. That's so, what I mean. You know, they want to hang out. Yeah, they want to get, hang they, out a superstar. Well, I think they need to. They need to get somebody. And and if, if there's anybody to get, I, I guess you could get Mike because he's a superstar, but he really hasn't won the big game for them yet. He's taken them there. You know, but he hasn't really. Yeah, but he won. hasn't been found guilty or not guilty. They, I saw an interview the other day where they were interviewing his cousin, and his cousin says Michael Vick had nothing to do with this yeah. at all. Well, well, the, what is what is the clause in the uh, NFL agreement that uh, allows them to do that? That's right. And if you wait for them to be convicted or go to court. You could be two years away from a decision. But you know what? You know what? I, you know, I, and, and I've been a part of that collective bargain agreement. I went through two strikes and, you know, went out on the picket lines, you know, and, and those are one of the things of which I think perhaps maybe we may have compromised, you know, ourselves and our, and our rights to, to due process. We should not have signed no, it. Wait, no, wait a minute. Let's get back to something else. Have you ever heard of a private life? You know, one thing is being on the football field and being a superstar, but you do have a private life. And I, I don't know why. I mean, the dog thing is one thing, and I don't like that. That's fine. But Pac-Man Jones and the rest of these people that are doing things, and get, I think the cops are actually looking for them now. I think they're actually – there was a guy in Scottsdale, Dick. I don't know if you recall seeing this on the uh, news. He came out of a bar. And he played for the Seattle, uh, Seattle Seahawks, and he came out of the bar drunk. And he had some um, some drugs on him, and he got in the car, and there was a cop watching him the whole time. The cop knew who he was. He pulled him over, busted him, and now the guy has all kind of problems. I Just couldn't agree more. Chris I mean, Henry, yeah, he tested positive for drugs. Yeah, but see, what I think they were, and then he gets I, a ticket for not using a turn signal. Right. Oh yeah, what's that? Tell me, what's that about? Team targeting. Or racial targeting, and yeah, I think that, it's bullshit. Yeah, that is, you know, because I'm not I'm not sure. Now it may be the law, but I think you have to. 
use your turn signal when you turn. Now, I've been pulled over for not using my turn signal. This goes way back. One time I got pulled over for that, and the, and the cop said, look, and the next time you use the turn signal. He could warn you. Yeah, he warned me. He, this guy got arrested. Yeah. Okay, so it's either racial, it's either racial, or, he, you know, this it's, cop wants to make a name for himself because he busted this guy because he didn't have maybe. He, maybe and he's going to get, he's going to make a name because people want to know who busted, the, who busted, who busted, the, who busted this guy. Here's the other thing. He might have said, hey, I know who that guy is. I've seen him on the news, and now I saw him just, uh, uh, you know, not put the turn signal on, and now now it's his big time here to pull him over and find drugs or booze or uh, whatever in his car, so he can he can get the limelight. And the guy just you know, hey Dick, didn't put his hey, turn signal. Hey, hey Dick, let me just say this. You know, in the case of an automobile, you know, you, you can get away from the racial profile. It doesn't have to be racial profile anymore because you know because of technology now they can run that plate on the spot in the car, so they, they know they've got a, a, an athlete there, and, and that's high profile. So, so in, other words, in other words, well, he's following... Uh, he, go ahead, Dick, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this. If that were Carson Palmer, and I haven't... You know, I may use a turn signal one out of every ten times when I change lanes, and the car's got to be in my bumper. I've never been pulled over. Hey, now, now Dick, let Carson me say something. Palmer. Go ahead. Think you've been arrested? Yeah, hey, Dick, let me say this to you. I went to the Ohio State University, all right? I love you the know, way I, you guys I, say the. I, the it. Ohio State University. And, and let me tell you something. You can go to... Anytime you want to, go to that campus, and you will see that the is a part of the official name of the university. Okay. so well, I love Ohio State. But, 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 I even know what a Buckeye looks like. There you go. But here's my point I'm making, man. <laughs> when I went to Ohio State, I got to tell you, man, you know, the white guys, my buddies, my friends, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying they partied as hard as anybody. Oh, Yeah. Oh, they are, oh, man, come on, man, the big offensive line, man, the, you know, the dog. Oh, yeah, they had a good time. Okay. Oh, yeah, man. I never right. forget, you know, and I, even when I came to Philadelphia, I never forget I got drafted by the Eagles. I came in a guy by the name of Chuck Comiskey, mm-hmm. big offensive tackle we got from uh, from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. You know, big white dude, big guys, we used to say big cocks don't do back there, man. Before there was 48 hours, Chuck and I were Eddie Murphy and his buddy in 48 hours. I mean, our car ran out of gas. We were rookies. We didn't have any money, man. We were stone drunk. But how in the world is it that when it comes to getting caught, that all the black guys get caught and the white guys don't? I, I just don't it's understand. Real that. easy. It's called. There's big white guys with a lot of money at Procter and Gamble and and Budweiser and and all those companies. Well, you know, and season ticket holders. I don't think that. Yeah, know, but I, the season I, ticket holders. Come on, you know, one I, thing about they may not like me, you know, when I'm not in their face. But you know, I mean, the fans at, at practice. Those are those are white folks. Most of those are white folks that practice, and they, they bring their kids up, and everybody. It's and, a the, and wait, 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 wait. And they treat Let you with respect. They're the only ones that can afford to go. And if you look at the stadium in any of the but stadiums, but they don't want they don't want their, they don't want their athletes profiled. They no. don't want you to be a no, they should, player. But most of the stadium is white. I mean, you see, I mean, to go to a football game in the NFL, I don't you're, care what. It's a lot of money. You're right. To take a family and, of four, it costs a lot of money. Well, the know, hot dogs are fifteen dollars. But you know, in Atlanta, one thing they're concerned about there in Atlanta is Atlanta is a strong black population down there, and about maybe 20% of their season ticket holders down there are black. Are so, black. They're, right. so they're concerned about this whole you know, Michael you know, I don't know why we get into this racial stuff. I, 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 I understand on, what man. this country's about. Here's the bottom line. If you break the law, whether you're white or black, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's so stupid in this country. And if you're an NFL player that does something bad, you're no better than Paris Hilton or anybody else. You're going to pay the guy the price. That guy might have turned. Okay, but no. then, then that, now you can read in the racial profiling, or like you said, Ray, he looked at the license plate number and said, this is a player for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. You can look at the car. You look at the car. I mean, they're all driving Benzes, and this cop is driving a, a 1993 Taurus, okay? Here's the bottom, you know, for his, for his private thing. But the bottom line is, the guy made a mistake, so he goes up to him and he says, hey, man, 
hey, you didn't put the turn signal on. I'm giving you a warning, but the next time I'm going to nail your ass. Okay, got it, man. Okay. It has nothing to do with arresting a guy because he didn't t- do a turn, put a turn signal on. I mean, that's racial profiling. That's going after the player, and I'm going to make a name for myself. And then the Bengals get, and the whole uh, local community there gets all upset over this stuff. And I don't, and and I don't know. And, and, and it, it used to, did not happen. It, years ago, when it I never played happened. ball, right. the cops, I'm telling you, there were for years that, you know, my license, I never transferred my license from Pennsylvania, from Ohio to Pennsylvania or whatever. Uh-huh. And at one time, right. I didn't have them. I got stopped a couple times. Yeah. You really used to play for the Eagles. They let you go. They let you go. Yeah, you're a big superstar. And, 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 and you know, they, they want I your autograph. Screen, but I, I didn't have. Hey, Dick, can you hold on? Uh, we got to take a break. Uh, you're listening to Voice America Sports with uh, Ray Ellis on the Ray Ellis Sports Show and Voice America Sports. And my name is Fan Man, and we'll be right back after we pay some bills. We just say it like it is. And you can too. Internet Sports Talk Radio. Voice America Sports. Listen up, race fans. It's time to tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind and get the news from the cars and the stars in auto racing from all over the country. Sit down, strap in, and sound off with host and my friend. Dennis Michelson, freelance NASCAR writer and a big race fan himself. Race Talk Radio airs live on the Voice America Sports Channel every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Racetalkradio.com features the official Internet radio shows for the ARCA Remax and ASA Late Model Series. We feature the only NASCAR Top 20 poll that gets the NASCAR press and fans involved in the voting every week. Now that's something to wag your tail at. Tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind with host Dennis Michelson for exclusive racing features and the best interviews from our Racetalkradio.com network of racing shows. That's every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. PST and 3 p.m. EST on the Voice America Sports Channel. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. (laughs) 
And now back to Ray Ellis Sports. Oh, yeah. We are back. Welcome to Voice America Sports on the Ray Ellis Show. My name is Famine. If you'd like to call in, 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-58. Or, I'm sorry, 5788. I can't even get the phone number right. Let me tell you it again. 866-472-5788. We have Dick on from Scottsdale talking about racial profiling and what is happening in the NFL with the players today. And, Dick, uh, welcome back. Thank you. Hey, Dick, uh, this is Ray again. Uh, listen, I, I just want to thank you, you know, because, uh, you know, you're probably one of the first people called in that, that's called a spade a spade, you know, so, and, and, and it's a shame that, uh, you know, the country is, is in a position that it's in today, you know, with guys over in Iraq and, you know, and dying to try to make things peaceful for people over there. And here, this country has still got its own issues. Well, you know, it really does. And I'm, I'm not against racial profiling, and I think it belongs on the white side, too. Now, if I'm Jewish and I see a bunch of guys that say they're members of the KKK, I'm not. Let me tell you, I think racial profiling is just fine along those lines. What I don't like is that I think that highly paid white athletes are given more lenient and more, what, relief from the press when they're assholes than do the black ones. And I don't think that's right. I think it should be equal justice. Well, I believe in equal justice. I, I, I don't believe in racial profiling because I don't want to, I don't profile white guys just because they're white. You know, it's, it's just, I mean, you know, I see, I'm walking down the street, I see a, a big white dude. I don't automatically assume that, you know, he has a sheet in his trunk and he's really a Klansman. You know, it's just like they shouldn't, when they see three or four black guys, you know, walking down the street, they shouldn't automatically think that they're thugs and, and you know, they're, they're he has to hold on to her purse. So I'm not into racial profiling yeah, see, who at any st- time. Who started all this racial profiling? Who By the way, I'd like to give a shout out to one of my Jewish friends. He said something about Jewish. Do you know at the end of every show, I say, as we close, I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. When I was a kid growing up in Canton, Ohio, and who's your Jewish the friend sports announcer was a guy by the name of Jaime Williams. Jaime. And I wanted one day for Jaime Williams to be talking about Ray Ellis on his sports show. And I always said that if I ever got a radio sports talk show, that I would close out as a tribute to a Jewish guy by the name of Jaime Williams. And you do that every hour. Every show. So I'll see you next time, which will be the best time, but it's not over yet. It's not over yet. (laughs) Anyway, so, you know, so, Dick, uh, the bottom line is, where did all this racial profiling start from? And why is it that it's so whacked out with the mainstream versus, you know, know, all the things that are going on in the country, the health problems, this problem, that problem? Everybody's fighting. Nobody's getting along. What what do you think is going on? Man, I think everybody is so polarized now that... They're, they're starting to point fingers in every other direction. And that old saying is really coming into play. When you circle the wagons, you better point the guns out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> these guys are all pointing the guns at themselves. Well, you know what? A couple of years ago, you never heard anything like this in the NFL. I mean, nothing like this. I mean, every time you turn around, it's somebody else getting arrested. Why, why well, is this? No, it, well, here's the problem. It's because of there's more, there's more uh, new mediums out there to, for, to facilitate the new media. 
And so, in other words, you know, you, oh, you mean the internet, internet? Oh, the yeah. internet and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, everything. Yeah. You know, you got MySpace, you got YouTube. You know, you know what the problem is too, in the YouTube, and and it's infringing on privacy. There was a fight with two girls the other day, and they were beating the crap out of each other over some guy. And yeah. the girl, they actually zeroed in on this girl, and I don't know if they were white or black, Hispanic, I can't remember, but the girl had um, a knuckle uh, knuckles. Um, um, what do you call that? The knuckle. Um, knuckle. Huh. Brass knuckles? Yeah, brass knuckles on and was beating the daylights out of this girl. And they caught it on, on, on video. So any, so the bottom line is it went up to YouTube and everybody saw it. The bottom line is anybody who's anybody, uh, in, in entertainment, on the radio, on television, if you're anywhere in, involved in, uh, professional sports, if you do one thing wrong or one thing out of character, you're gonna be screwed. I mean, yep. you can't get away with anything anymore, including me and Ray. No, that is exactly Right. I mean, it's it's out of control, and you're, you know what, if I want to do something in my private... There was a thing here in Arizona just started up uh, yesterday, we're on the border, where they're trying to stop the illegals from coming in, and they put these cameras up, and these people down at this little tent are complaining that the cameras will be able to look in their bedrooms. Well, you know, oh, wait, wait, I mean, come on. Look in their bedrooms. Come on, man. They're afraid they're going to do that. The government's going to peer in there and take, look, it's supposed to be for the uh, illegal Mexicans coming over the border. You got Google Map that can look at anything. Yeah, I understand that, but uh, Google Map can find anything. And in fact, the Google Map is even getting scary with this stuff. It is very scary. It's really scary. That's exactly right. So so, so the NFL, so getting back to football, these guys are out there at a party, at a club, and they're partying, and they have every right to do so. They busted their ass to get there, they got the money, and, you know, and I understand. If I was 22 and I had a lot of money like that, who knows what I would do? I'd probably go crazy. But you know what? They, in the today's messed up world, they have to understand and realize, and I think that the, all the NFL uh, teams have to sit them down and explain to them what is going to happen to you if you screw up on the outside. Hey, Dick, let me ask you a question. Uh, you know, do you, do you root for a player because he's black or white, or do you root for a player because they're on the team that you is your favorite team? Oh, I, I care less about color. See, and that's my what best I, think I don't care about color. Her hand too. I don't. Right. I don't really Love care. He's, he's great. But, but see, that's what I'm saying. See, and that's why I don't think that this stuff that's going on with the league has anything to do with the fan base. The fans are loyal to their team. You know, when I played for the Eagles and then left to go play the Browns, I'm sorry. All of a sudden now, I come into Philadelphia or Philadelphia comes into Cleveland, and those Eagle fans are not rooting for me anymore. Yeah, they, they, they booed you. That's right. They're, so that's, they're loyal to their team. To their team, right. So, so all this, you know, color profile and all that stuff, this, this witch hunt that the commissioner's on, the Commissioner supposedly is trying to clean up the image of a very violent sport, and, and I don't know how you, you clean can't up clean that up of a very no, violent sport. You, you know, and the fact of the matter is, you know, what he's tried to do, what they've tried to do, they've tried to clean it up on the field, and they've tried to make it less violent. You know, they're trying to protect the quarterbacks. These are the kind of things that the players really hate. I mean, you know, you got you got Peyton Manning. You know, he's a golden boy. Nobody can touch nobody can him. touch the golden you know, boy. Come on, yeah. you know, you, well, you, you well know. no, I mean, he puts himself in that position of being the quarterback and the defensive side of the team, which you play defense. You're going to go after him, right? You're yeah, going to you kick want, his ass. Yeah, you, you, you don't care if he's white or black. You don't care. No. You don't, you don't, you're after him That's to right. get him down on the ground. It doesn't matter. And I hate that. I hate that they, they're able to slide. I don't know where that ever came. Where did sliding well, football ever come in? That's baseball. It, that's baseball. That's sissy stuff. Yeah. They put you, that in there. You got there. all that equipment on, and, then you, and you're 6'5", and you got a rocket arm, and you're 265 pounds. Well, did you have that when you were playing? You didn't, you didn't see uh, the quarterbacks doing that stuff. Oh, they got their asses slide. kicked. Yeah, they? that's a good yeah. Get out of bounds. Yeah, they get out of bounds quick before somebody like you comes by and knocks, yeah. him, knocks him silly. Yeah, when you get a chance to take a quarterback out, you know, what do you think? What about a wide receiver who goes over the middle 
and you just literally take his head off. A head off. Where's who's protecting? I mean, him? you know what? That bothers me when I actually see that. When I see him running down and they got the camera on him and he's catching the ball and you see the other player coming in for the hit. I mean, I cringe at that it's because scary. this poor guy's going to get his. He's going to be cracked in half. His head goes spinning around. And the I mean, quarterback people, set the quarterback set him up. Because he threw the ball. He threw the ball. Yeah, the quarterback says, I don't like that guy. He's, he's a white guy. I'm going to get rid of him. Yeah, anyway. Hey, Dick. Anyway. So, hey, Dick, thank you for the call. We really appreciate it. And uh, tell uh, all your friends to listen to the Rayola Sports Show, especially with the Cardinals coming up preseasons uh, right around the corner, training camps around the corner, and then preseason. We're looking forward to see what they do this year. Hey, I want to say one thing before we go. You know, uh, and I have it, you know, again, I'm not a homer, man, but, you know, I think the Cardinals really did a lot to improve the secondary uh, because they did bring in, uh, you know, Rod Hood from the Eagles. And Rod could have been a starter in a lot of teams. But I think the secondary, I'm looking for this to be an improved secondary. I already sure. got an all-pro. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be an improved We secondary. shall see. Anyway, it's time for us to go. Uh, this is Fan Man saying uh, have a nice week until next Thursday at noon Pacific Standard Time. You can listen to the Ray Ellis Show on Voice America Sports. And if you didn't catch it live, you can catch it on the archive, as they call it. Hey, and that's, uh, that's great of you to listen to us this time. But remember, I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. Pay the bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports.